Hey friends, I'm Adrian File. And I'm John File. And welcome to the Love the Process podcast. We've been married 14 years, 13 good ones, and we have four awesome kids. My career has centered around process improvement and leadership development. And I've been an entrepreneur since I was five and currently an owner and CEO of an insurance company and real estate team. We are working to become better versions of ourselves every day. And we invite you to join us as we share our journey and the lessons we have learned in life, business, and figuring out how to love the process to becoming great. Let's go. Hello, friends. So glad to be with you. We have a guest with us today, and we are so excited (laughs) to introduce Phil from Phil's Landscaping. Phil Isaacson in the house. Hey, Phil, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do and what you love? Hey, guys. uh, My name is Philip Isaacson. I go by Phil. Uh, My business is called Phil's Landscaping. Um, I've been going at it for two years now, and uh, we're going to be going into our third season. Um, We do landscape maintenance. We also do landscaping cleanups, and um, I'm really into helping people with their yard. Let's go. (laughs) Hey, you know what I'm excited about? What? Phil epitomizes love the process. For sure. He epitomizes love the process. So uh, Phil was uh, brought to us a couple years ago when he was just starting. And uh, he went out to a bunch of people he knew and, and uh, uh, a gal on the love process team, Brooklyn. Uh, used to play basketball with Phil, right, back in high school in the day. And uh, he told her I'm starting this landscaping company. And uh, so she introduced Phil to us. And uh, he came out and uh, we let Miguel go. And we brought on Phil, and we've never looked back. And and what's been awesome to see is Phil's passion for the process. You know, he can be found on Instagram with over 5,500, 5,600 maybe even last I checked, followers. For a landscaping business. For a landscaping business. That's pretty legit. Founded in the great city of Bothell, Washington. (laughs) It is impressive. Okay, so Phil, why landscaping? First, I want to say this is my first podcast ever. So <laughs> yes, if I if I don't sound You're like a professional great. at this, I just want to let everybody know that. But okay, so why landscaping? So my I grew up um, a PK. My dad was a pastor. Uh, my whole life growing up. Uh, What's PK a, stand for for those novices stands, out there? It stands for a pastor's kid. I got gotcha. you. Uh, <laughs> AKA usually the troublemaker in the group. Um, did you fit that no, bill? I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Good, um, good, good. So I got started out with uh, mowing my dad's church lawn when I was about 10 years old. We had an old junky lawnmower and some weed whackers that didn't work very well, but um, that was the equipment that we had, so we we rolled with that, and he said, Philip, your job is going to be to take care of the yard, you and Les, and um, it, after that, he's like, hey, well, Phil does a pretty good job out here in the yard, and... Um, He's, he has a side business of fixing up uh, rental houses. So I also got put in charge of taking care of the rental houses and my lawn. And 
my grandma's lawn. So uh, without even trying at about age 13 or probably before that, I had about six or seven lawns that I was in charge of. And I didn't get paid to do it. I did it because I was a part of the family. And that's what um, I I got blessed by doing, uh, like, select basketball, AAU basketball. Uh, got to go skiing in the winter. And my parents just kind of took care of that. But I was in charge of our landscaping. So that's kind of what got me started. That's awesome. That is awesome. And so say, say more about the process, you know, of a PK, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know. I mean, I knew part of that story, the backstory, um, but, uh, my aunt, my aunt and uncle raised me from the age of seven as, as some of you know, uh, my aunt was a PK. So my grandpa was a, was a pastor and, uh, she has, uh, she's similar experience. They had all kinds of different jobs. Uh, folding the bulletins and and doing all sorts of things to to try to keep the keep the church running and it seemed like Grandpa always had a another gig too to uh, to keep things rolling. So, what would you say your biggest lesson uh, from your dad was? So he was a pastor, so you know he probably taught you a little bit about God and the Bible and and those things, but also just about uh, leadership and and. Uh, you know, obviously trusting you at age 13 to take care of a bunch of people's yards. What would be a couple of the lessons you learned from your dad? Okay, so the number one would probably be like work ethic because um, we worked. And like there is times when I would want to go do something that I want, but my dad would say, you know, you gave me your word that you were going to that you were going to take care of this. So he gave you, you gave him your word, and it's you would, you would be there. And, and so when there was hard times that came across, I want to do this, but I told my dad I would do this, you know, how would that conversation go? How was he instilling that value in you of your word and hard, hard work? Well, it would really go down like, you're not going to do it, then who's going to do it? The grass is going to get a foot tall. So the grass doesn't cut itself. <laughs> there was no option, really. So, um, and it, and he still keeps that. He says he learned this from his dad, and he said, "Your word is all you have. And if you don't have your word, then you, your word means nothing. Then you're gonna you're gonna lose because people can't trust you." That's awesome. There you go. There's the name of our podcast. The word is, your word is all you have. Your word is all you have. That's awesome. You know, the, the next thing I'd say on, on this idea is somewhere along the line, you, you gained an entrepreneurial spirit. You know, you, you started a business, uh, mowing people's lawns and have expanded it and have now, uh, you know, multiple crews, uh, running, uh, around the East side area and very well respected. People love your work. They love your enthusiasm. Where did you learn this idea of entrepreneurship, going into business, you know, and, and getting the accounts and hustling and asking people to, to, to take care of their lawns? Where did you learn that skill? Uh, probably once again, it, it, would, it would be coming from my dad. I got the sales part of what I do from my mom, who sells <laughs> medical equipment, and she does well at that. But 
It really, it really came from when I was working on my dad's rental houses. I was in charge of everything. He was doing something else and I would be in charge of painting like the whole inside of a house or like the whole outside of a house. And like, there's really no other way to get the job done without like just putting your head down and like getting after it. So um, eventually I kind of just got tired of painting houses and like I never wanted to paint another house or caulk another board again. So <laughs> he let me use his, this Econoline van that he got for free from his friend. Had about 350,000 miles on it. Um, I said, well, heck, like I can pull all this painting equipment around here. I could put a lawnmower in the back and start a business because I already had my home lawnmower for my parents, which was the amazing Honda lawnmower that we couldn't, <laughs> get one. We couldn't ever use on another yard besides ours because it was so nice. But so anyways, it was a piece of junk pool lawnmower. It just had a Honda engine, um, <laughs> but so it was like a fake Honda. So I put that in the truck. I would go do the rental house yards. And then it started out with a neighbor across the street said, hey, I always see you out here working. You keep this yard looking so nice. And uh, I was just wondering if you could take care of mine. And I said, absolutely. I, it's going to be $30 a week. It'd be great to keep it on a weekly schedule. So I, I maintained their lawn for... Uh, the growing season and then I was like oh well, shoot like the lawn's gonna stop growing I gotta figure something out or I'm not gonna make any money so like the leaves started dropping and I was like hey why don't you just keep me around and I can just clean up these leaves and and then the the bushes started getting a little big and so we started taking care of the bushes and that was really like how I kind of got into the game of entrepreneurship but like I really, I had this like hunger inside to like start a business in high school. Like I was not supposed to be like a business owner or anything. <laughs> I, I got terrible grades, did extracurricular activities outside of school that weren't helping me uh, get good grades. <laughs> and um, <laughs> so I... Uh, I, w I was not supposed to be like Phil's landscaping or anything. And I literally keep like everybody else's opinions from high school, my teachers, the people who doubted anything that I could do in the back of my head, like still today. And that's There's really... Your chip. So that's my question. That's uh, the motor. Yeah, we call that the chip. So, uh, you know, there's two things I want to, that's awesome. So tell us... A, Tell us a little bit about the chip, your motor. You call it the motor you're about to say, or you said, like, what is that? You know, what is that driver? You know, did you, you didn't go to college, right? You went right into working. I did, I did go or to did college. You? Okay. I did not graduate from college. So some college. Yeah. Some of the smartest people I've ever met have some college um, on their resume, by the way. So uh, you're in good company. So you went to some college and... Somewhere while you're going to college, you decided, I'm just, I want to go all in on this landscaping. How, so to work hard is one thing, but you also found a way to mobilize others to help you. Where did you, where did you learn that? Like, what is it? Cause, cause you know, Phil's ability to persuade people 
uh, to helping him in a really, really good way um, is powerful. Like he has that. Uh, I'm here to tell you. And, and I'm excited to see him continue to expand that. Like where did you learn that though? Because not everybody has that. Was it natural? Did you naturally, uh, were you naturally an organizer and, and getting people together? Not really. So like I wanted to go to college to get a job at my mom's company and I was going to uh, repair ultrasound equipment out in the field and kind of be a repair tech for uh, Phillips Medical Systems. And I was actually like two credits away from finishing this degree. I had some roadblocks in the way. A little bit of drinking played a part in that. And um, it ended up, uh, I had to take a break from school to take care of some other stuff. And when I got back, I was... I didn't want to go to school. I was like, I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be stuck inside fixing a machine with a bunch of nerds and doctors like pulling cords, putting in uh, codes into computers. And I kind of like turned into a hillbilly, I guess. I don't know. But like, <laughs> I was like, I want to work outside. I want to get dirty. I'm going to have a construction business. And I want to wear yellow shirts that say Phil's landscaping on it. When did you have that dream? When did when when did when did that dream when you when can you remember it being in your mind? Because like we talk about uh, in Love the Process all the time, the mind leads the body, right? So we come up with a picture in our mind of something, and then we put ourselves in action. Do you remember when the the, the yellow shirt and Phil's landscaping became a dream in your head? So I was taking care of my church lawn and that was like my first, they started paying me to take care of it, 15 bucks an hour. So I would spend about eight hours on it a week. And then there was a guy down the street that had like a pretty big property. It was kind of like a farm with like a mansion on it. And they said, Hey, would you be interested in being like our full-time groundskeeper over here? And I was like, man, like somebody actually wants me to do this. Like, and they complimented like the church property, like it looked so awesome. So I started doing that. And then I was like, man, like, I think I'm actually good at this. And like people would probably want to pay me to do their yards and stuff. So after I kind of got that wheel turning in my head, I went uh, to my second university, which was called the YouTube University. I found a guy on there i've heard great things about that place it's great man (laughs) i got i got a 4.0 too uh so i i was searching on there like how do i start a lawn business i found this guy called brian's lawn maintenance and i literally watched all of his videos i would stay up all night and like watch youtube videos on lawn care and like some people would say it's so dumb but like I learned so much from watching YouTube. And then I was like, you know what? If this guy can do it, I can do it. And I just like hustled my tail off. I, my aunt and uncle have a sign business. So I said, Hey, Aunt Gail, I need some, I need some cards. I'm going to start a landscaping business. We're going to do construction. I'm going to build houses. I'm going to have a, (laughs) I'm going to have a house in Chelan. It's going to look over the river. And all this stuff, I was like on a high of like entrepreneurship and starting something. Um, so with all that being said, like that's kind of like 
what kind of got my wheels turning in like landscaping and that that will be the motor that's awesome so what has been your biggest learning so far you're two years in yes so what's been your biggest learning my biggest learning would probably be good things happen to drunks that don't drink (laughs) and i learned that from a buddy that's good of mine named john that's good (laughs) because uh i asked him for some business advice one time and he goes i i said i think i might be drinking too much let me tell can i tell the story yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so so so, yeah 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 he he said hey uh you mind if we go to breakfast i just want to pick your brain on on business a little bit and uh and so I'm like, okay, sounds good. Let's uh, let's go to breakfast. And so, so some of you've heard my story. And uh, my grandfather, uh, within the week before he died, I was 23 years old, and I went to lunch with him. wasn't a breakfast, Phil, but it was a lunch. Grandpa, about halfway through the lunch, he just turned 85, and uh, he said to me, and he's in great shape. He's driving, and uh, he's 85. Uh, he's a widower at the time, and. Uh, and I'm, I'm selling insurance. So I'm running an appointment by his place. I said, hey, Gramps, I'd love to take you to lunch. You know, I got money burning a hole in my pocket. And uh, so this is a former pastor. And uh, Grandpa says to me about halfway through the lunch, and I don't even remember what I said that brought it up, but I remember it like it was yesterday. He said to me, Johnny, he goes, we don't have a great history of drinking well in this family. My suggestion to you is, you know, basically figure out whether or not you can drink successfully. If you find you can't, you should probably knock it off. And so I remember, so then I go duck hunting that weekend. And on a Saturday uh, morning, Friday night, I didn't know it till I was on my way back. My aunt let me spend that weekend. And on my way home, uh, I called her on my way home and she said, uh, I got some bad news. And I'm like, what's that? She goes, your grandfather, your grandfather passed away. And I'm like, holy smokes. And I was the last one to be with him. Um, she was pretty confident uh, that I was the last one with him. And he just went to bed on a Friday night and, uh, and and didn't wake up. Pretty good way to go. But for the next number of years through that job and then law school and our first year of marriage, that was like in the back of my head, kind of like the haters are in the back of your head, Phil. And uh, and so we go to this breakfast and, and – uh, and I always want to know how people are doing personally. So anytime you come on the Love the Process podcast or, or we meet you in person or our kids meet you, it's like, how are you doing? Like that matters to me more than, um, than the business side. And, and I'm very able to, to help and, and equip businesses uh, as I've, I've ran lots of them and seen lots of them. But he goes, I asked him and he goes, he goes, well, I don't really want to talk about that. And so I pressed in a little bit. And he says, uh, says, I'm not doing great. And, uh, and, and he says to me, uh, I think, uh, think I'm drinking too much. And I'll tell you this. If you were listening to the Love the Process podcast right now, and that is a thought of yours, <laughs> you are probably right. You are probably right. And so uh, we spent that whole breakfast. You know, I was telling him my story about my grandfather, right, Phil? And, uh, and I, told him, I told him that... Uh, you know, I came to a similar day. It was, a, you know, he'd, he'd overshot the mark, you know, one more time on like a Saturday night, right? And uh, and unbeknownst to me, you know, his mom was like, uh, he was like, uh, 
was one with one two days away from sending him to treatment or whatever, and and so it takes a totally different turn. But Phil 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 decided to knock it off, put the plug in the jug, and and I told him the whole way. I go exactly that. Good things happen to drunks that don't drink, and uh, you know the, the commonality Phil and I had was we drank a little too much, a little too often. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. And so tonight he brought us a twelve pack of Diet Coke. For this podcast, and uh, they were out of bubbly though. <laughs> we had. Some, I would have preferred the bubbly. <laughs> we had some bubbly in the fridge, and so you know. But what, what, here's what I would also say. I would also say this: he's a. This is a phenomenal example of anything that you become that becomes primary in your life that's not giving you a good result, right? Anything that becomes a primary interest in your life that's not getting you a good result that could be a relationship. That could be social media. That could be too many podcasts. That could be alcohol. It could be drugs, painkillers, you name it. Cheetos. Cheetos. <laughs> okay. Anything that's taking precedence in your life and but it's not giving you a positive result. If you get honest with yourself and you take that same energy and you take move that energy to something good. I like to say Get addicted to doing something good. Unbelievable things happen. It takes courage, though. It's really courageous, Phil, to just hear that you know you've got something, but now you're just putting all that energy towards this awesome thing, and it's it's showing. It's really cool. It's really, really cool to see. And I'm telling you, he looks like a new man, you know, and, and people are telling him that. And what's funny is I remember, um, I don't know if we've even talked about this on this podcast, but... But so, uh, yeah, I shut her down in, in 07. I like to say I'm in between drinks. And it's just... It's Hence the 13, 14 years of marriage, 13 good ones. Yeah. <laughs> if you've stayed with us, <laughs> you, you, you're starting to learn a little more. And uh, That's where he came up with that. I it, didn't come up with that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That first one was <laughs> rough. And so, because uh, I just wasn't being able to be the guy that I wanted to be. Um, to Adrian, to the family. Um you know, that I, that I wanted to have, et cetera. And so, um, but the fact of the matter was I put, started to put my energy into, into things that were positive and the things that were good. And, and I've, and I've literally watched Phil do that. And it's, it's, I just really believe it takes courage. You know, I remember writing an email to my entire law school class, you know, I just graduated from law school too, you know, and, um, and, uh, I got cut off by the alcohol enforcement squad at Safeco Field on a Saturday. And uh, the guy let me finish the one in my hand. And then he's like, you're done. And I'm like, okay, I got you, buddy. That makes sense to me. But I remember, I remember um, writing that email. And that's what you have is this honesty that you were, you were taught uh, this, um, you're as good as your word. But I really think it's honesty. If you meet Phil, if you ever talk with Phil, Phil will tell you exactly the truth. He'll mm-hmm. tell you exactly what's on his heart and his mind. And that is a quality that can take people a long, long way if they're given some direction. And so as we talk about love the process, that's it. That's it. You know, and, and I remember uh, my eyes just lighting up when I, we were at breakfast. Kind of like my grandpa's probably did that day at lunch where he's like, I, I, can, I can maybe help this kid or, you know, a little bit. And I think that's Phil... I don't know if you, you could, you're going to get opportunity to see what I'm sure you will. Uh, cause you had a dream. 
You've made it happen. It's happening. It's it's a going concern here in this city. And if you need a lawn care service uh, anywhere in, in the greater east side of Washington, I'm telling you, look no further. Phil and his crew are your crew. Uh, and they will take great care of you. They will make your day. They will make you not want to mow your lawn anymore if you think that mowing your lawn is still fun and cool. The fact of the matter is, you're going to get chances to help people. And that's the process. That's the process. People ask us all the time, and you had to wait till this episode to get the blueprint. But you have a dream, you get obsessed in carrying it out, and then you give back. You serve others. And it's a synergy it's a virtuous synergy that makes the places and spaces in which those who learn to love the process go better. So I got a question for you. Tell us a little more about this YouTube university. If somebody's out there and they got a dream, they're like, man, I want to do this or I want to do that. How did, you, how did you find yourself in YouTube university being so successful, getting a 4.0, having, <laughs> having hundreds of lawns and a bunch of people helping you? How did how did that come about? I literally just tried. I went on there. I said, how do I start a lawn business? And then, boom, the first one that came up, Brian's Lawn Maintenance. I watched all these things. I, I had a notebook. I took notes, and I, I just watched stuff, and then I went out, and I did it. And, like, I had no idea, like, if I was going to be good or... If you've ever tried to start a business, trying to go and knock on doors, like people can be nice and people can be jerks. Like I still have my first customer that I knocked on their door and gave them a card and their price of the lawn is still the same too. But um, basically <laughs> like just trying something and then crushing it. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. Like in everything that I do now and I used to I used to want to crush beers and now I want to crush lawns. I want to crush Let's go. I want to crush my Instagram. I wanna <laughs> I wanna help guys. Like I wanna be the Brian's lawn maintenance for that helped me like for the next guy starting his business. I got a young guy working for me. His name's Gunner. He I met him about three years ago. He was uh in ninth grade or something, like pushing his lawnmower around, pulling it with the ATV or something. And now he's working for me and like just to be able to be like a good example for like a young kid that's passionate about the same kind of things that I'm passionate about. That's like, that's what I love now. And like it's given a few back. years ago, yeah. I never thought that I would even be doing this. So probably nobody did, huh? But you had a dream. Before anybody else saw it, you saw it. Mm-hmm. And then and then and once you saw it, it was just a matter of relentless pursuit and and then the rest of the world got to see it. That's the lesson today. That's what we want to impart you with. Phil, how can they find you? How, well what? and oh and. And. just kidding. We're not done. <laughs> and making sure you're ignoring the haters. But you can use them as a chip to drive. Turn your haters into your motivators. That's right. Exactly. Turn your haters into your motivators. And hey, Listen to me. Listen to me careful. If you're going to be great, you're going to face hate. You're going to face hate. And so um, Phil is a great living example. He's got a long ways to go. Uh, he knows that. If this, this podcast strikes a chord in you, um, certainly I think Teddy time 
on Teddy Times, a great one. Uh, we love to document all phases of the process. Phil's a couple years in. He's got a long ways to go. But, man, he's done some pretty special things. Where can they find you, Phil's Landscaping? You can find us on Facebook, uh, Phil's Landscaping 2019. You can find us on Instagram, Phil's underscore Landscaping. It's a black logo with that says Phil's Landscaping in white with green grass. Should be the first one that pops up. <laughs> um, you can also find us on YouTube. Just search Phil's Landscaping. The YouTube channel is not quite totally popping right now, but it's going to be here soon. You can be one of the first followers. Exactly. Yep. Watch it blow up. Yep. Give Phil a follow. It's pretty cool. It's inspiring. It's all organically built. You know, you know, 5,600 followers on Instagram uh from scratch so hey phil it's been awesome you got any final thoughts adrian no thanks for being here we love hanging out with you we love watching you and this is awesome thanks for joining us thank you guys for having me on too let's go thanks so much for listening to the love the process podcast you can find us on spotify itunes and youtube it means so much when you leave us a review and share with your friends you can also follow along on our adventures on instagram